Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Ezra 4, and we're going to talk about adversity. This is a time in biblical history where people from the tribes of Benjamin and Judah, the southern kingdom, who have been exiled to Babylon are coming back to Jerusalem. They're rebuilding the temple. Yesterday's devotion, Tim talked about the foundation being laid for the temple and the celebration that went into that as God's people, after 70 years of exile, are coming back and reclaiming their identity and reclaiming their worship place. It's a very exciting time, but of course, as has been the case throughout biblical history and is still the case today, anybody who is serious about the work of God is going to face adversity. There are going to be adversaries that rise up against us. We need to be ready for that. We need to be willing to move forward boldly and confidently despite that. So let's look at Ezra 4 verses 1 through 5, and then we'll go down to verse 24. Now, when the adversaries of Judah and Benjamin heard that the returned exiles were building a temple to the Lord, the God of Israel, they approached Zerubbabel and the heads of the father's houses and said to them, let us build with you, for we worship your God as you do, and we have been sacrificing to him ever since the days of Asharadan, the king of Assyria, who brought us here. But Zerubbabel, Jeshua, and the rest of the heads of the father's houses in Israel said to them, you have nothing to do with us in building the house to our God, but we alone will build to the Lord, the God of Israel, as King Cyrus, the king of Persia, has commanded us. So let me stop right there. We've got a group of people that want to stop this process of the temple being rebuilt and the people of Israel coming back. And so their first tactic is to join them. And they want to join them and act like they're one of them. We worship your God, so let us help build with you. Well, they're not one of them. They don't worship the one true God. They worship false gods. And they're not uh, they're not God's people. And, and so thankfully, they kind of shut that down and say, no, no, you're not going to build with us. And so move along. Then in verse four, it says, then the people of the land discouraged the people of Judah and made them afraid to build. They bribed counselors against them to frustrate their purpose all the days of Cyrus, king of Persia, even until the reign of Darius, the king of Persia. So their second tactic was to stir up some opposition in the land and to get the building project shut down, which it was for a short time. And so if you're serious about the work of God, there will be adversity. This is true. You remember Moses faced adversity. Uh, Pharaoh tried killing him, uh, along with all the Israelite firstborn sons. Nehemiah, in a few days when we get to that book, is going to face adversity. There's a couple guys who are just always nagging at him and trying to take him off the task that he was called to. Uh, Job faces adversity with some friends that tell him to forsake God. Israel itself, the people of Israel, have faced all kinds of adversity throughout the Old Testament. In fact, in some cases, they've been their own adversaries. People have risen up from within their ranks to worship false gods or to not follow the commands of the Lord. And sometimes adversity comes from within Jesus, obviously, when he came, faced adversity in many forms. And we can be assured that we will face adversity today. How do we deal with that? How do we get ready for that? Well, first thing is we need to remember that our primary enemy is not other people. The, there are people, adversity shows up in human form and people are adversaries sometimes, but there is an adverse and an adversary who is behind that. His name is Satan. Here's what Paul says in verse 12 of chapter six of Ephesians. 
For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual force of evil in, in the heavenly places. And so our primary adversaries are spiritual and they're satanic. And the human adversaries that we face are merely expressions of that or being directed, whether knowingly or unknowingly, by that. So we need to remember that our primary enemy is a spiritual enemy. And so we need to fight a spiritual battle by putting on the whole armor of God is what Paul talks about in Ephesians 6. I don't know if you're like me, but I don't like to be not liked by other people. I like to get along well with people. Uh, I like to just kind of go along to get along. I don't like a ton of conflict. I don't like to uh, have to argue or be at odds with people. But sometimes if we're going to be agents of truth in this world, that's just going to happen. And when I was several years ago involved in some political things, I was a candidate in a fairly high profile legislative race. It was very contentious. My wife was receiving hate mail. I was receiving hate mail. We received death threats. In fact, I ran into a cop the other day who said one of the death threat letters is still on file because it was one of the craziest letters they've ever seen. And those weren't fun days for us. Uh, nobody likes to go through that. Nobody likes to have enemies. But I remember my campaign manager, who's also a Christian one day, uh, just said, Matt, one thing you need to understand to quit worrying about this is that there's way more people who hate your guts than just those who are writing you nasty letters or putting bad things on social media or in the newspaper about you. I thought, well, that's not a very comforting thought. But as I lived with that, I realized it's true. We're just always going to have adversity. There are always going to be adversaries. There's always going to be naysayers who are sniping and nipping at us and it was during that time that God used those circumstances to help rid me of this burden to always be liked and to never want to step out of the mainstream and do or say anything that would create somebody to be critical of me or whatever. And I think we live in a day and age where a lot of Christians are too concerned about their, their uh, popularity in the world. And they're too concerned about their standing in the eyes of others who, frankly, some of whom aren't followers of God and who don't have the purposes of God in mind. And so I want to challenge us today to stand firm in the face of adversity. This is what Jesus says in Matthew 5, verse 11 and 12. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Friends, we don't want to create enemies just for the sake of creating enemies. We want to live at peace with others uh, to the degree that it is possible. That's a biblical command. But we need to know that if you and I are serious about the work of God, if we're serious about the gospel, if we're serious about the scriptures, then you can bet that adversaries will come up and adversity will come in our way. We need to be bold and confident and move through that rather than be paralyzed by that. And that's eventually what's going to happen in the book of Ezra as the building program moves forward. Lord, help us to work through adversity. Help us not to be threatened or muzzled by adversity, but help us to be confident and bold in you so that we can continue to do the work that you've called us to fearlessly and with boldness that comes from you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries, 
First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.